Spring podcast. I'm Pastor Laura Blevins, inviting you to enjoy this week's message from the First United Methodist Church of Excelsior Springs. Thank you for coming to the waters for uplifting music, rejuvenation, and inspiration. Thank you for coming to the spring. Good morning. Welcome to the spring. Yes, my name is Roger, and it's, it's great to be here this morning. Uh, I did want to also uh, mention we've got a, a, in your bulletin, there is a, a sheet to fill out uh, with as much information as you feel comfortable sharing. And uh, if you could put that in the offering, we'd appreciate it. Would you stand and join us for some music and some praise and worship this morning? Yes.
wasn't going to wear my hat today until I saw the pastor come in this morning because I figured it was really just a joke on the worship leader guy. And we'll get him to show up with the hat. And uh, Devin will be wearing the hat today. <laughs> Poor Ferris here didn't get the memo, so this is out in the car. Set on you. And you meet me here today with mercies that I knew. All my fears and doubts, they can all come true because they can't stay long when I'm here with you. It's a new horizon, and I'm set on you.
Gracious God, Lord, we just ask for you to pour out your Holy Spirit on us here. And as we come together this day to learn more about you, to start this series, to have fun, Lord, we just ask that you help to remind us of the joy in our lives, the joy that you have given us every single day. In your awesome name we pray. Amen. All right, you may be seated. So, um, you guys want some instructions about your hats? Some people have this real feeling deep in their bones that you're not supposed to wear a hat in church. Um, it is, it is all you. If that's fine, that is fine. That is the way you were raised. Um, that is totally fine. 
that are, you do not have to wear it. We are glad if you do. I am going to wear mine, and I am not in any way trying to be disrespectful to God, but because I think um, we need to have some fun here, and I know that God likes fun, so wear your hats. You do not have to take them off when we pray, um, though some people I know want to do that, and I get it. I feel you, but it's so exciting to see all your hats today. This is fun. You guys like mine? Looks good. Jeremy's got a really good one for second service. You're going to have to come to see it. Um, he's practicing the, with the choir right now. So um, the scripture today is from Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 15. And um, let's, let's read this. Let's read this today. So I commend the enjoyment of life because there is nothing better for a person under the sun than to eat and to drink and to be glad. Then joy will accompany them in their toil all the days of the life that God has given them under the sun. Will you pray with me? Good and gracious God, Lord, we thank you so much for all that you have given us. As you poured out your Holy Spirit, Lord, bless the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts to be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength, our rock, and our redeemer. Amen. You know, my friend told me... Um, this uh, story once of when she was younger and she had these um, beautiful two horses um, that she had that her father had boarded for the summer at a friend's place. Um, it had been um, while they were working on their barn and so they had boarded these horses and they thought it was just going to be like four to six weeks. It ended up being three months. And so after they had dropped the, the horses off, there wasn't a lot that they could do, um, you know, to, to bring them back because their barn was being worked on, right? And so when they went to go pick them up three months later, um, they realized that the caretaker, unbeknownst to them, had had um, a stroke and had not been able to take care of the horses the way that he should have. It was just the bare minimum that um, his wife was doing, which was feeding them and making sure that they had water. So for three months, they stayed in the stables and the stalls. And so when they got there and they realized this, um, you know, her and her dad just raced as fast as they can. I think she was like eight years old when this happened. Um, as, as fast as they could um, to the stables. And they had um, so much manure in front of the stalls that it took them like 20 minutes to like get rid of all the manure, to be able to open the gates. And when they opened the gates, you know, before they did so, she, she remembers her dad saying, okay, you know, get up over here on the fence because we don't know what they're going to do once these gates are open. You know, are they going to rush out? Are they going to knock her over? That sort of thing. So her dad opens the gates and she's up on the fence and the horses just stand there. They, they don't rush out. They don't run out. They had forgotten that they could do those things because they'd been cooped up. They'd been put in this stall um, for three months on this bare minimum to take care of them. And so they, they had forgotten. And, um, you know, this story, I think, just really hits it home to this beginning of this series and what we're going to be doing over the next few weeks. Sometimes as adults, we forget why God made us. We forget to have fun, to have joy, 
um, to have these things in our life. Maybe um, it's because of awful things that have happened. Um, maybe there was a death or a relationship that went bad. Um, you know, any a sickness, an illness, health problems, finances, just everyday adulting. We forget sometimes why God made us. And so as we begin this series, as we start over these next few weeks in November, this is what we're going to be working on, is figuring out what God made us for, and in the midst of all of this, how to have fun. Can you all be with me in this? Yeah? You can totally? You can be with me? Good. You know, 82% um, of adulting, don't you love when people give you this um, statistics? 82% of adulting is administration. Would you all agree? Yeah? Make sure you set the alarm clock. Make sure you get up. Make sure that you have breakfast. There's food on there. It's all admin, right? The other 16% um, or whatever it is, 18%, is um, asking your children, why is this sticky, right? I mean, at least it is in our house. Maybe that's changed a little bit, but that, or maybe it's uh, how did this get wet or um, don't hit your sister, yeah? For some reason, as adults, we stop having fun. We stop um, enjoying life, and, and we put it off um, until we get the next thing done, the next project, the next thing. Um, well, once I get to the weekend, and, and I feel like I can have some rest, or maybe if I sleep better, um, then I'll be more fun, which, by the way, is really a thing. You do need your rest. Um, but without a doubt, grown-ups have a hard time having fun, and we have to be intentional about it. I believe in the very depth of my soul, in the very formation of my being, that God has a good sense of humor. Would you agree with me? He has to, right? I mean, it just makes sense to me. I see it throughout the scriptures. I see it in daily life. I see it in the little God moments, God winks that happen. God has a sense of humor. Now, he's not up there making fun of us. He's up there, and he has a good sense of humor. And he gives us this joy that's from him that all of us are exposed, are supposed to experience. But for whatever reason, we forget to have fun. We forget to find joy. We forget because of the bad things or the stressful things or um, the urgent things that are happening in our life because we are so busy doing administration of our life to make sure that everything you know flows the way that it should that we forget to have fun. But the joy that God gives us, and this is the truth, the joy that God gives us helps us to overcome helps us to overcome depression, helps us to overcome anxiety. The joy that God gives us in life helps us to cope with all the stuff that happens in life. You know, I've talked about this so many times, but it's the truth. I'm going to tell you the secret to why I know how to do a good funeral. Do you want to know that? You want to know the secret? I get people to laugh. Because in the midst of their sadness, 
in the midst of their despair and their lack, it releases something. And I learned it a long time ago. It's not my idea. It's God's. So if you've forgotten how to have fun, if you've forgotten how to laugh, we're going to talk about this over these next few weeks, and you're going to find ways to do this. Does that sound good? Good. We're going to incorporate some fun into your everyday life. Now, I want to tell you, this scripture from Ecclesiastes has been on my heart since January. I have been working towards this sermon for 11 months. Did you know that? Probably not, right? I literally have been working on this sermon for 11 months. In January, like you do, I was trying to figure out life and how to do things and what God intended and, and how it all fits together. Because it's the new year, right? A new year, a new me. And I was trying to figure out everything. So I went to this speaker, um, one of my very favorite Christian authors, Rob Bell. Anybody? Rob Bell? Woo! We love Rob Bell. He's a great speaker. Um, and he showed me this side of Ecclesiastes that I had never realized. And have you been there when you read scripture, and even though maybe you've read it before, or maybe you thought you knew what it meant, and, it, and, and God just sort of gives you this moment of clarity, and it just changes everything? Have you been there with scripture? If you haven't, I need you to start reading your Bible more, because you'll get there. And I had this moment looking at this scripture from Ecclesiastes. And you probably know Ecclesiastes. You know, there's a season for everything, right? That's usually what people know. There's a season for everything under the sun, right? That's what, and we usually read that at funerals. Good job. But there's more to Ecclesiastes than just that scripture. What we read to you from Ecclesiastes chapter 8 talks about um, what you need to do when everything in life doesn't make sense. That bad things happen to good people, that good things happen to bad people. In fact, there's this whole like um, chapter that talks about people who um, are unrighteous who get a righteous funeral. And that there are people who are righteous who are so holy that couldn't afford to have a funeral at all and how unfair that seems in life. If you look around at anything, doesn't it seem unfair? That bad things happen to good people. People get sick. People um, get hurt. Relationships dissolve, right? And it seems like good happens to people who don't deserve it. If you've ever felt that, Ecclesiastes is the answer. It helps you to find the clarity of what it is. The writer in Ecclesiastes, it was once uh, attributed to, to King Solomon. We're not quite sure who it was. Now, I mean, you can argue about that later. But the writer in Ecclesiastes looks at it and says that everything is fleeting. And, I, and, and Rob Bell got up on stage and he's talking about Ecclesiastes and he has this little water bottle and he sprays it and he's like, it's like mist. That's life. That's how fast life is for you. In this time, in this place, and you can't grab a hold of it. It's like mist, and life is fleeting, and it seems unfair. And how are you supposed to do the things that God has called you to do when it's so unfair, and you feel stuck? 
and you can't get away. And as much as you want to control life, you can't grab a hold of it, right? It's missed. So the writer, um, some would argue, is pessimistic at this point by saying it's missed and there's nothing that you can do. And chapter 8 and verse 15, what we just read, gives us the answer. Eat, drink, be merry, have fun, and find something meaningful to do with your life. That all these other things that you can't control and stop trying to control them. I didn't mean to hit my hat. Stop trying to control them. Now, there's some people who have no trouble with this at all, right? Do you know people in your life who have a lot of fun? Yeah? Are you one of those people? Now, there's a difference between having real fun and fake fun. Let me describe that to you. Fake fun is when bullies make fun of somebody and try to make themselves feel better. That's fake fun. You know, making fun of other people. Fake fun um, is what an addict does to get a fix. They may feel good in the moment. That's not real fun. Fake fun makes you feel guilty afterwards. Fake fun can cause you more stress. Fake fun is never satisfied. You want more and more and more. And the difference between fake fun and real fun, real fun is something you won't regret. Can you remember a time that you had real fun and laughed so hard that your stomach muscles hurt because you were laughing? Real fun helps get rid of stress. Real fun can be had over and over and over again, and it is what God has given us to cope with the fleeting mist. So when was the last time you had real, real fun? Think about that. I want to go back to the story about the horses really quick. That was pretty sad, wasn't it? They wouldn't move out of their stalls. And so my friend's dad had an idea. He went and got sleeping bags, and they decided they were going to sleep there in the hayloft with these horses until they were able to walk out of the stall. So um, they cleaned the stalls. They bathed them. They slept in the hayloft. And they were near them, right? And on the third day, isn't that funny? On the third day, <clears throat> her dad walked them out of the stall and into the light. And they remembered. They remembered they were horses. They remembered that they were supposed to run. They remembered why God made them. And they took off out into the field. Rolling around in the grass. Horses. They remembered. 
forgotten who God made you to be. Okay. We're going to work on it. God made you not to suffer, not to struggle, not to have bad things happen in your life. God made you because he couldn't imagine the world without you. So if you've forgotten to have fun, well, we're going to put some fun back into your life. And God gives us some direction to eat, to drink, to be merry. That's a funny word, right? Merry Christmas. It's to be fun. <laughs> to be glad is another way to um, describe that word. Um, so we need to find some ways to have some shenanigans these next few weeks. You need to find some things that bring you great joy and you need to do them. Not the fake fun that the world tells you is okay, but the true joy when you're laughing with your friends so hard that your stomach muscles hurt. That's the kind of joy that we're gonna look for. So I have one idea for you. Um, for having a shenanigan this week. Would you like to hear my one idea? And it doesn't matter how old or how young you are. The leaves have started to fall. Have you noticed? So, rake a huge pile of leaves at your house, hide underneath, and wait for somebody to walk up. And that, if you're looking for a way to have fun, I'm doing it to my kids later, don't tell them. I'm excited. I want you to know that God gets the sadness, the struggle, the hurt, the pain. God understands what you've been through. God understands that you feel so busy that you don't have time for fun. But God gave us this joy so from God. So if you've forgotten who you are, we're going to walk with you these next few weeks and we're going to have some fun. Are you with me? So next week when it's Chiefs Sunday, be as silly as you possibly can be with that. And if you need to just pop your head in to the 10 o'clock to see what Pastor Jeremy is doing to have fun today, it's hilarious. So be ready. You guys pray with me. Gracious God, thank you so much for all that you have given us. Thank you for the joy in our lives. Help us to feel it, to learn again how to have fun. Help us to cope with the stuff in our life through the joy that you give us. In your awesome name we pray. Amen. Bring over grief, grief and pain 
something good. Can we do the first song again? We can't do a slow song the first time like that.
Okay, so um, thank you for coming today. Uh, go forth with the grace and the love and the peace of Jesus Christ. Go and have some fun and get up to some shenanigans today. That's what you need to do. Thanks for coming. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast of The Spring. Tune in every Sunday evening for the next rejuvenating podcast of music and messages from the First United Methodist Church of Excelsior Springs. God bless you and have a great week.